0: Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who even going to the cross and telling his disciples of this will not stop coming to you to give you his blessings, his benefits, his word to keep you always in his grace. Amen. My peace I leave with you, he says. My peace... I give to you. Now peace is something that we're always searching for, always expecting. The whole world is always after world peace. It's always after a bit of peace and comfort, even for a moment. The best that the world can give to us, it seems, is just a momentary peace, a time apart from all the trouble of the world as it continues to encroach upon our lives. But Jesus comes to give us peace, not like the world gives, but an everlasting peace that comes not from finding a space inside yourself or from you at all, but from his mercy and grace. Peace is something that I generally end my emails with. I say, peace upon you. After I've given some advice or told people what they should do, and I say, well, fine, I give peace, and now it's up to you. Peace be with you. I'm going the other way. Peace is something that we hope for and we try to cast out to people. And yet, what we hear when people give the word of peace generally is, your life's a mess I've tried to help you as much as possible it's on you now I'm taking my peace and I'm leaving you're not gonna bother me any longer this is the peace that we share with one another at times the peace of saying I've had enough I'm not going to let you into my life any further to disturb me peace in this way is you know, strong fences and big hedges that keep neighbors at peace with one another rather than encroaching into their lives. But Jesus doesn't give peace as the world gives it. It's not a hoped for, and I hope you guys do well, things seem to be going wrong, I'm out of here. He doesn't just say, peace out, you guys have fun. Instead, in the midst of their sin, he is giving them peace, because he's already told them that night at the Lord's Supper, that last night that he is with his disciples, that Judas will betray him, that Peter will deny him, and that all of the disciples will flee and go their own way. They will take their little bit of peace and try to make their way in the world And Jesus is telling them, I'm telling you this ahead of time so that when it happens, you won't just have your own peace, but you'll have the peace that I leave with you, the peace that I give to you, the peace that actually does something for you. Jesus, of course, has come to enter into the trouble of the world, not give just advice not give a hoped for peace but actually to come into the world to make this peace make peace between the world and god to end the war between sinners and their lord and he's going to do this by the cross he hasn't told them what's coming so that they might avoid it he's told them what's coming so that they might trust that this is exactly what he has come to do, that as he is arrested and beaten, tried and crucified, that they would have the peace of knowing this is the work of God. After all, once he is raised from the dead and comes and finds them again, his word to them is peace. Remember that word I left with you? right before you all abandoned me? Peace be with you. Their worry, of course, is that he's going away, that he's going to be leaving them, that they're going to be abandoned. But throughout the 14th chapter of John, he keeps telling them again and again, yes, I'm going to the cross, but no, I'm not leaving you. I promise I will not leave you orphaned. I will not leave you alone. I'm not going away. I'm actually coming to you by the Spirit. I'm sending my Spirit to be with you always, to bring you this peace that comes from my death and resurrection, from my word in the midst of all this turmoil and trouble. In the midst of all the stress that weighs upon us in this world, he sends his spirit to speak peace to us. In my household, I know what it's like to be under stress. You guys do too. When things of the world get to be too much, when there's too much to do and there's a lot of things going on, what we do is sit around the dinner table and we start to make a plan. We say, this is going to be a really big week, and we're really all stressed out about it, and this is what I'm going to do, and you're going to do this. Who's going to do the dishes? How is the, the laundry going to get done? Who's going to run the kids to soccer, yada, yada, over and over? We've got a lot going on, and everybody's going to take their piece. Everybody's going to take their piece of the puzzle, and they're going to get it all done, and that's how we're going to eliminate our stress together, right? It works to a point, But what do you do when those sitting around the table with you are the ones bringing the betrayal and the abandonment and the denial? Jesus sits around the table with his disciples, the ones he's called to himself, knowing what they are going to do. And he doesn't start handing out assignments. He doesn't ask, which piece of the puzzle are you picking up? He says, no, 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 it's not going to be on you any longer. It's going to be on me, for I am sending the Spirit. Not so that you can remember everything that I've always said, but so that the Spirit can speak my word to you again. So that when the stress of the world and the tumult and the trouble comes upon you, you would always have the Spirit speaking. The peace of Christ be with you. Not do more for him, but rather look and trust in all that he has done for you. Jesus is telling them in the midst of their sin and death that they are bringing upon him, that he is giving them peace, comfort, that he will be on their side They're worried that they're going to be abandoned. And you all know what it feels like to be lost in the world, abandoned. There, you don't even get the help of a family. There, everything is on you. No help to be found. Maybe you're lost out in the dark. You don't know who to ask for. There's nobody around to pick up the pieces even with you. You're abandoned and lost to find your own way in the world. This isn't what Jesus has brought to them. He's promising to actually take their abandonment. He will not leave them orphaned. He will not leave them in their betrayal and denial. Rather, that's not what they're going to experience. That's what he is going to take from them. He's going to take their betrayals. He's going to take their denial. He's going to take them abandoning him, and he is going to be abandoned All to himself in the world, so that he himself can accomplish the will of God for us. Peace be with you, he says. The peace of knowing that God has done it all for you. Even to the point of saying, you have not kept my word. You can't keep it all yourself, but I give you the Spirit, not so that I can look around and say, who has kept my word the best, but rather that you would be kept in Christ's word constantly. As you forget it, as you ignore it, as you deny it, here comes the Spirit to speak it to you again, to put it into your ears so that you would be kept always in God's word so that you could finally say, I do love Jesus Christ. Not because you have kept his word, not because you have stopped abandoning him, not because you have decided to have peace, but rather you can love God in Christ because of all that he has done to keep you in his word day in and day out. The imagery, the vision at the end of Revelation is a beautiful, beautiful vision of God's holy city, the new kingdom, coming down out of heaven in order to be with his sinners. No uncleanliness will be allowed, for he will purify it all. He comes right down into the middle of this broken world in order to say, not just, I am with you, but I am bringing you To me to make you my own and it is the light of the lamb that shines out through all the open doors that are never shut for God has come to find you in your sin in your loneliness in your troubles to give you this word peace be with you my peace I leave with you. Have the peace and well-being of God in your heart and your life by the promise of Christ. Amen.